are listening to A Quiet Mind. Okay, there was a little blast from the past. I'm your host, Robert. Welcome to another Quiet Mind podcast. During these times, I thought I would do my best to check in with you all, because you are on my mind, even though we practice no thinking. That's a joke. That's sarcasm. You were on my mind today, all of you, when I was doing the dishes. So, am I practicing what I preach? Maybe not. (laughs) My point is this. While I was washing the dishes, I was thinking, wow, I'm not thinking about washing the dishes, which of course is a thought. But I thought, oh wow, I I should probably bring this up with the podcast listeners, with all of you out there. That, you know, we have spoken about this before. And like I said, there's quite a trend of mindfulness that doesn't take away the fact that this can be an incredibly powerful tool on your path to awakening, realization, and enlightenment. So, how do we do this? Maybe some of you are new listeners to A Quiet Mind. Welcome. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. So here's what we do. We notice when we're doing the dishes that there may be thoughts that are arising. And an interesting phenomenon takes place here. And I know you can all relate to this on a one-to-one basis. Since we've done it so many times, we probably get into kind of a phase of where we're really not paying attention. And here's where you usually break the French press, right? Or the coffee pot, or you drop a dish. And that's because you really weren't paying attention to what it was that you were doing. You weren't focused on the task at hand. But that kind of diverges from what what it is that I want to bring to your attention to uh, let you put into practice and then, hey, please, please write back to me. Tell me how it worked. Okay. Um, when you're doing the dishes, just do the dishes. What do I mean by that? It's pretty simple. Take any task that you do on a repetitive daily basis, even maybe it's sweeping or vacuuming, um, washing dishes, your grooming routine, you know, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, folding laundry, you know, wax on, wax off. You remember the movie, right? You remember the the point of that. That's what's interesting about that. Wax on, wax off, and sand the floor. Yeah, I'm quite a fan of that movie. I love it. Anyway, what the lesson there was is... Are you sanding the floor, in this instance, washing the dishes, or not? And then, who is washing the dishes? Or are you thinking about paying the bills, the phone bill, the credit card bill? What am I going to do about my job? Oh, that so-and-so cut me off the other day, or, you know, you know where I'm going. Is your mind drifting thinking all different kinds of thoughts. Maybe you're thinking what we would call negative thoughts about yourself or someone. And there's always the rehearsal 
for the moment of when maybe you have to make that presentation at work, or you're going to say something very important to your significant other, or you need to bring something up to someone that you know is going to be a difficult scenario. You may find yourself doing that rehearsal. Another thing is watch for the replay of what we would call possible hurtful or negative scenarios that have already happened to us in the past, where we're actually replaying those scenes and bringing up all those feelings again, instead of just washing the dishes. I know this sounds out there, doesn't it? But we, um, we can try for ourselves. You don't need to, you don't need to take my word for it. I just noticed that as I was washing the dishes today, I noticed that I wasn't thinking. I was just washing the dishes. That doesn't mean that I was mindless. I was still focused on the task at hand. I was paying full attention to what it was I'm doing. And once again, I always say, I always, I'm not special. <laughs> I'm not, wow, he can, he can do that without thinking. He's something else. That's not the point. The point is, I want to share to you in just these reminders, these little reminders, the things that are like the blips that come up for me during the day in regular activities that I think, wow, I should, I should probably share this with the quiet mind listeners. And I think, oh no, I've said that before, but here I am because I think this time right now is a really good time for us to start to pay attention to the um, things that we have spoke of in the past on the podcast. And one of these definitely is attention, bringing attention and focus to what it is that you're doing. And it's not a big deal. It's not, it's not something that, um, we need to then set as a goal. So, you know, watch that as all, as we always do. Don't set this as a goal and don't try for it too hard. Uh, don't create a hurdle here for yourself that you must do this all the time. Just notice, just bring your attention to what it is you're thinking about during that activity. If you're not a person who does dishes, think about something else. Maybe it's grooming your pet. Maybe it's going for a walk. A lot of people go for a walk and they spend the whole walk listening to the, you know, grinchy voice in their head about how terrible they are. And what we're going to do here is just recognize that voice as it arises. We're not going to try to stop it. We're not going to try to berate it. We're not going to try to um, do anything at all, but just bring our attention to the fact that we're hearing this maybe discursive, you know, there's like this discursive pattern of thought and recognizing if what type of um, pattern that is for us in those activities. Brushing teeth, washing hair, showering, doing any kind of task around the house. Just notice. I can't express enough how important this is in our path of understanding the ground of being and who we are. That's why I'm bringing it up again. 
that grounded being and who we are, that silent witness, the true nature, whatever label that you want to put on this, is silently aware of what's going on. One of the ways to be able to recognize this innate wisdom that we all have is in these types of practices, in noticing, okay? Just noticing. Oh, wow, I'm washing the dishes, but listen to all that chaos in my head, okay? And then here's the other thing to remember. Notice the gaps where there is no thought, yet you are still lucid. You are still focusing on the task at hand. You are still washing the dishes. But there will be these what we call gaps in thought, and there you can become aware of that silence that is there. That's the pointer. Back to that soft, still, peaceful, very aware presence, whatever you want to call it. The moment when you're looking at something beautiful and there's absolutely no noise in your head. There is just a pure awareness of whatever is happening. And once again, bringing back in that piece of the the acceptance of what is so. In noticing when we are noticing the voices that are arising in our head, the tasks that we're doing daily, there's going to be the just the noticing of the silent spaces between thinking, right, and the thoughts, the nature of those thoughts, the type of thoughts that those are, and what they connect to, just notice. Just notice. And the the thing that's cool about the mechanical uh, task at hand is then it's easy when we notice that we've got off track of not thinking, just observing, uh, oh, uh, I'm doing the dishes. I'll bring my attention back to that. That's the beauty of that. Oh, I'm just brushing my teeth. Just brushing, just brushing. Okay. Oh, I'm just taking a shower. And like I said, you can always send out the memo to all the board of directors that's in your head. Hey, you all should have gotten the memo that I sent out that we're just doing the dishes here. We're just doing um, the sweeping. We're just doing the washing of the car. We're just doing the vacuum. Vacuuming. When you when you hear those arising thoughts coming in, you can send them back a message. Now, these are, of course, baby steps. There are ways to jump beyond all of this more conversation within your own mind to other parts of your mind that are talking. Okay, but let's start with this. I think it's important to start here. And one of the reasons we do a practice of meditation, believe it or not, a lot of people think, okay, now I'm a meditator. I'm going to sit down on my cushion and, and we're, it's going to be peaceful. Now we have peace. <laughs> okay. Because that's what meditation is. I've seen all the pictures and all the movies. I've watched Kung Fu on TV a million times. I've seen it all, right? I've seen the Buddha statues and the beautiful smiling face and the pristine, um, uh, uh, uh countenance of the Buddha. 
And I know that this is about peace, it's about calm, it's about serenity. And so here I'm going to sit with this group of people or on my own, on my cushion, I ring my bell and okay, I ring the bell and now it's go time. It's time for peace. <laughs> okay, you see, you see where I'm going with this? That's part of it. Okay. And that can happen. <laughs> and if you do stay with it, undoubtedly, you will experience something like that. But to start right out of the gate, sit down and ring your bell and demand that this is going to be a peaceful, calm experience, you are setting the bar really high. What I want to lead you into is this. Expect when you sit down to do this practice, it's going to be miserable. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just expect that. Expect that this isn't going to be about peace and calm and serenity, though the people that may be surrounding you in a group or the pictures that you've seen of how meditation is done, the the smiling Buddha, etc., uh, you've seen all that, you've put it into your mind, and that's your expectation. That's probably not what is going to happen with you and the mind that you have, right? The beautiful, wonderful, also terrible mind. So set yourself up for that. I'm going to go sit right now and it, I'm going to be flooded with thoughts. I, uh, I was more peaceful when I was at work. I was more peaceful in my car listening to my music. I was more peaceful when, um, you know, I was watching television. I thought that this was going to be about peace and quiet and me relaxing and just getting a break. Yeah, I want to encourage you. That could be part of it. But if we sit down with that expectation and then we are absolutely flooded with thoughts, we're going to think we're doing it wrong. Okay? You're not doing it wrong. You just have to understand that when you decide to sit down and take away all the distraction in your life, you're finally going to hear what's really always been there, right? But has been focused on so many things throughout the day that it doesn't really have time to take, uh, take a, uh, a break from itself, right? Or not really take a break from itself. It, it doesn't have time to interact with all flowing information that is arising with the mind because there's a lot of physical and mental activity that's happening at the same time throughout the day, okay? So there's muscle memory going on. There's all kinds of things that are coming up that are keeping you very busy and very focused, so you take yourself, put yourself in a quiet place and you're expecting peace. What's going to really happen is you're probably going to just be experiencing a, just an absolute flood of thoughts. What I'm trying to say is don't be discouraged. Stick with it. Stay as long as you can. Start with five minutes. It doesn't matter. Don't try to stop your mind. I always want to remind you, please don't try to stop those thoughts. Start with just showing up and doing your best, okay? So this is the relationship between that and the other activities that you do throughout the day where you're noticing your thoughts and your thinking arise, like washing the dishes or the toothbrush or you know whatever you're doing. The, the reason that these things begin to kind of melt with one another 
is that you are learning how to be able to acknowledge the arising thought forms in your mind, that they are there. And they show up a lot when we're doing mundane activities, and they show up a lot when we decide to sit down and meditate. So that's the practice. Call it a practice if you want. Bringing your attention to your thoughts and thinking while you're uh, doing tasks around the house, whatever they are. I can't name all of them. There's a lot. Point being, noticing that, yeah, sure, there are a lot of thoughts, but okay, I'll bring my attention back to what it is that I'm doing, right? Just kind of gently nudge that attention back over and saying, hey, everybody up there, we were uh, sweeping the floor, remember? Uh, okay, okay, so let's let's just sweep the floor. Try it. <laughs> Believe me, it's pretty interesting. It works. So let's just sweep the floor. And what this is kind of building for us is that ability, again, to widen the gap between thoughts and thinking so that when we do decide to go and meditate or do yoga or go for our walking meditation, right, we can start to notice there why we may be flooded with thoughts at that time. Because, okay, bringing everything to a halt, sitting down and taking away all distractions, oh, I see now. that Now my, my mind is just going to be flooded with stuff, and this is not a peaceful, wonderful experience. But I, I can't give up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit here because we're going to meditate, right? <laughs> and that's why we use those tools, too, of focusing on the breath and even counting. And I do promise to get up a beginner meditation um, YouTube video. So it's uh, youtube.com forward slash a quiet mind TV. So if you go there and subscribe, I'm going to be putting podcasts and things up there. And I, I will get a beginner's meditation video out there for you as soon as I can. Anyway, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm trying to encourage you. Don't, don't give up. Keep, keep going back to this. Okay? Because, why? Because it's worth it. So right now, when everything on the exterior is very chaotic, and it looks like all of the things that we um, had really trusted and looked to for our ground of being is in some kind of crazy state, right? So what are we going to do with that? We can observe that and say, well, I can't change these outside circumstances, so the only option I have is how do I change the way that I am responding to it? That's it. Once again, no heads in the sand, no spiritual bypassing, no trying to create good vibes. Like I said, nothing wrong with good vibes, but... It's about this the holistic approach of uh, understanding the whole complexity of what it means to be a human here, right? And how we can be better humans. Um, if we're grounded, so to speak, if we've done the work and we go through this circular process, um, you know, the mountains are mountains and streams are streams again, we can come back to a point of where since 
we are no longer trying to sustain this concept of a self and we're no longer doing uh, the whole thing about really being just about what it is for me. And uh, we have the ability to be able to be a channel for real compassion and empathy and love. And I don't mean like channeling other beings, but, you know, that's great if that's your thing. What I'm talking about is the fact that that things are so clear there, there within us, in our minds. Things are so clear there, and we feel this the, that sense that I'm telling you that is there, that innate nature of calm, that we actually just become a conduit for that. I love Frank Fool's Crow because he's the one that introduced me to his way of connecting with the Great Spirit, right? Walk on Tonka, he called it. And his concept was this, that he saw that he was, he was like a hollow bone, right? And that within that bone, sometimes some gunky stuff got there. So he would go through a process of releasing all of that so this pure energy could come through him so he, that he could help others. And I love that story. I love that book. Check it out if you want to. Um, and from kind of the other perspective of that is that concept of cleaning your own house and, and, and you know, getting everything here in order uh, before you reach out to try to uh, give a hand to others. Now, I have some thoughts on that as well. And, and I always say it's the, you know, we don't want to fake it till we make it. But that doesn't mean that we have to be absolute, absolutely completely pure before we can really work in that area in our lives. But that most compassionate thing that you can have right now is to work on, on yourself and love, accept, honor the self until you reach that point where you understand that there actually is no one home. Thank you for listening. You can contact me, aquietmind at gmail.com. Thank you.